Yo, yo, what up? This is my name is Jump. Hey, I'm Dylan Bell with Low Files Media. This is OBG. This is La Sparka. This is Natty Snaps. Hi, I'm Boogie. And I'm Tazilla. We're West, West Coast Dreams. You're listening to BC. BC. BC Underground Hip Hop Podcast. BC Underground Hip Hop. You listen to BC Underground Hip Hop Podcast. Love for us all day, motherfucker. BC Underground Hip Hop. Get it, cause you need it. Watching this, y'all are my people, bro. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Lil Bucket. I'm back with the BC Underground Hip Hop Podcast. We got a special guest with us. You can introduce yourself. Uh, Flesh and Fur, repping Victoria, BC. Let us know where to get at you on social media. Uh, Flesh and Fur, so it's spelled Flesh, X, Fur, uh, F-U-R, on Instagram. Just Facebook. one R? Well, just one R, yeah. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, or just John Welch on uh, Facebook. Just hit me up. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. So, uh, I want to get into uh, a little bit about before you started rapping, uh, what you did. You were a photographer, hey? Yeah, I mean, I'm a photographer still. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, but like that's what you generally were, were uh, known as a little bit more so on, on social media and what. So you had yeah. like your your flesh X for uh, photography page, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. It's mainly uh, it started out as John Welch photography. Actually. Okay. It was, because uh, it's like dogs, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, for the most part. And then I wanted to do more like people as well, but I still wanted to do like dogs. So I changed it to Flesh and Fur Photography. Right. And that's kind of where the name came from. And then I also had like a little clothing brand called Flesh and Fur uh, Vancouver Island Apparel. Did the... It just made like, like t-shirts and shit, sold them online. And, and Did you, uh, you see how much success with that company? It actually, it was selling, like I was selling on Etsy and stuff and right. uh, yeah, it was selling. It was selling a little bit online. I just kind of got, I lost interest in it. I have some of the old t-shirts. Yeah, but you had, you had some traction. That's dope though. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure a lot of those people saw you transition. Now, when you started rapping, uh, did you jump right into getting out in the public or were you, have you been rapping for a long time? Like, how did you start writing and rapping and do you just freestyle or do you write and stuff like that? Like, did you start off writing? Um, it started out like I started just writing. I think I dropped my first song like about a year or sorry, two years ago. Yeah, what well, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago, about two years ago. And then I was writing for maybe like six months before that. Yeah, and it was just kind of ironing things out a little bit more. And like, just I was writing, was working with Eddie, I was recording uh, Eddie Vogel at Lyric Studio, right? And um, so I was re- recording a little bit, but you know. When you're working things out, I just didn't want to like put shit out that was subpar. And, uh, you know, that's just... really funny. I, I I did that for like two years as uh, as like heavy set. We just kind of put everything out that we made, and then yeah, we yeah. ended up creating an EP out of it. And to be honest, all of the recordings they sound trash because they were like when I started rapping. But yeah. then when I did the shows, I got so much better at it. And right. if, I had, if I had recorded after doing maybe like the 100 shows or whatever, 200 shows that I had done in that amount of time, totally. I, I would have had so much of a better sound and uh, a lot more reform, like, yeah, reformed, refined sound. Yeah, I almost want to like go back and re-record songs after I've performed them. Right. Like, because they sound so much, yeah. 
cleaner and and you hit all those snares you hear things differently on stage than when you're actually there i've noticed actually some artists some big name artists will play unreleased music so they can kind of get a feel and then they'll go back and record it because they don't want to drop it and then have to go back and try and do another drop yeah right because when you're at that stage it's like the, the drop is the drop yeah yeah exactly yeah. So when you started rapping, you did these uh, these Shade Forty Five freestyles, eh? Mm-hmm, yeah. Tell me about a little that bit about that process. It wasn't. It, they weren't freestyles. It was, it was uh, demo battles. Okay. So Tell it was a bit about the process of getting into that, hearing about it. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I listened to Shade Forty Five because I had XM radio in my van. Like, uh, I drive around all day when I'm working, so I like to listen to a lot of radio. So of I was. I was listening to Lord Sear. He's uh he's a resident DJ there. Okay. And he they ha- they always have these demo battles and they have these other kind of like things opportunities for like underground artists to send their shit in if you're not signed. Right. Um so I started sending things out in like as soon as I started uh putting my music out uh, and then after I th- I think I sent things in like maybe three or four times and then finally they like responded to you yeah then he responded he's like hey are you available like i think it was a couple days in a couple days i'm like yeah let's fucking do this yeah you hopped on the opportunity right away hey yeah totally because i wanted to have like enough uh, yeah i wanted to have enough music behind me to like drop that i could actually go through it but so yeah and then i started winning and then i won like five in a row and then they only let you win five in a row and then they 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 retire you hey yeah so that was good you got some good exposure right yeah exactly and a little credibility too because like when you're just starting it's like how do people know if you're good or not like and then if if you have some sort of like competition like that it kind of gives you a little credibility yeah yeah especially in this community because a lot of people will come out and uh nobody will have heard of them they'll be around for a year and they'll say hey yo i'm the best rapper in my in my scene and then it's like well where's your credibility and they'll get clowned on so hard for it exactly right right but if you come out I, I really respect the way you you kind of approached it and uh you got you got some things on your resume to say yeah, yeah hey, no, it, i can do totally. this I it can works stand. i'm thinking yeah. of sending more shit in soon like uh i was talking to harry uh mr esq the other day and right just send some shit in there too because fucking easy sweet man you should do it yeah yeah Have but you, honestly uh, anybody anybody that's watching this underground rappers just send your shit and it's like I don't know what it is, but if you look it up or if you just DM me or something, I'll see. Yeah. Send it's, me the links. It's uh but you just email your stuff in and they just pick people. They need to fill spots. So just like do it and it, it, it helps. Yeah, so, that's fine. Yeah. So um have you ever been approached by anyone in the battle rap scene, like uh, you know, some of the, the promoters to get involved with uh, maybe right. doing a battle? Um, yeah, a couple times. Yeah, I've been hit up. I just, I've never, I've, I don't know, I have a battle, like a, a battle rap. You haven't rap. done battle rap, eh? Like no. not even I mean, like freestyle I, someone or. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a good freestyle either. Like, yeah, I would, uh, I've been interested in though. Like I saw there was an event coming up and I was like, you know, you know me. that the, the battle rap uh, community writes three rounds. So they they can they give you about a month ahead of time to write yeah. three like sixteen to thirty two round or thirty two bar rounds. Yeah, yeah. 
so it's it's basically like two verses for uh so like six verses or or three verses basically i did 16s one time and it was it felt hella short man so short right it was like 45 second rounds right and people were like why are you just doing 16s and i I, at the time i just you know wasn't really ready for it but uh i've definitely your style seems like it would fit well like you have good cadences i can see you really uh stacking up some of against some of vancouver's best best battlers but you know it's really some people it's just not for them you know like uh i've seen a couple posts in bc underground with people saying if if i sign up for a battle you can't say this to me and that will never fly in battle rap like it, it, someone's yeah, gonna say anything to piss you off and get you so to the point where you'll lose the battle totally. that's, the point, that's the point right like you're trying to win dig up shit right yeah so it's, if it's entertaining to watch i don't know i mean i'm like i have i can take it like whatever they gotta say right. about exactly but, it's like it, it, it depends like something if you got nothing to talk like nothing that bothers you or nothing that you, they can dig up then i mean like really what do you have to lose right yeah i got shit you think they got though that's the thing <laughs> everybody does right everybody's got dirt i hate that part of i hate i hate getting clowned on in like like when you drop a song and there's just people are just shitting on you i fucking hate that yeah but you know what the thing is the 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 vocal part of people that or the vocal part of your crowd are generally like the 10 percent that are willing to talk back and the portion of that that hate is probably the the bigger portion of the people that respond and then the people that love your music they don't even consider listening like going on to social media or talking to it they just listen to it and like it that's where you get your plays and then the people that are out there talking they don't even really listen they've listened to it like once or twice and like nah this ain't for me and then they just talk shit so really they don't have a valuable no valuable input like negative negative comments and stuff like that they shouldn't even be looked at I don't know. I try not to look at them. I try not that, to let them. That's look good, up. man. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, good way to kind of make yourself not think about it. <laughs> Just don't even look at them. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, for sure. Can you hear my dogs in the background? It's all good, man. Dogs are the shit. Okay. <laughs> I like dogs and podcasts. I don't know other people. Fucking. Cool. I know this one podcaster I listen to is always fucking calling his dog an incel for barking. You can't even hear it. <laughs> Which which one's that? I'm trying to think. Is that Chris? Yeah. It's Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His cr- congratulations podcast. Butters, you fucking incel. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, pretty good. Yeah, he's hilarious. Man. So, uh, what's what's what kind of music do you make? Let's. I I like to ask this question and get people's you know, uh, take on what they think their music sounds like. Like, what do you? What, what kind of music do you think you make? I make music. Um, kind of like fuck you music yeah <laughs> it's kind of like just a lot of i don't know recently i've been it's just a lot of like kind of yeah a lot of like fuck the world kind yeah of. It, like just kind of uh redemption music kind of in a, in a sense yeah i don't know what it is it's just kind of it's when i go to write it just comes out that way and i think it's it sounds good and it's it's in the hip-hop nature to just be like just calling people out and just like just making these broad statements of like how good you are how you stack up against other people and yeah the bravado music right bravado it's like it's kind of that bravado music but it's uh this new work this new album working on it's more like 
I'm really tightening up on the sound and just like the syllables and going fast and um yeah it's so but it's good it's good I don't know I don't know how to describe it yeah how you don't know how to like so I guess another way to put it was how, how do you think you you would describe your sound how do I describe my sound um like like would you say it's like metal influenced hip-hop is it like obviously not jazzy considering it's that style right? it's, a little, it's a little like yeah it's influenced by like some 2000s early uh early 2000s late 90s uh hip-hop and like yeah metal or just like screamo type shit that's what okay it's yeah like my, my top three like rappers jay-z and that's what i was gonna ask you dmx yeah, Jay Z, Jay Z, M, and Dmx, and then and Dmx, eh? Lil Wayne as well. If I can. Lil Wayne's him. huge, man. A lot of people, a lot of people sleep on on Wayne, but he's massive. From yeah, from it, before to even later on, I don't, I don't really fuck with him playing guitar personally. That was the one thing I could not stand. No. But everything else, I fuck with it. Yeah. 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 No. No. Yeah. Wayne's in my top five for sure. Who Who would you say your biggest influences are? Do you think your top five influence you, or do you have other influences well, that you haven't thing. mentioned? So, yeah. So, like, I I definitely like Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, yeah. Hey, you got you got influences from other genres of music. That's huge. Oh, for sure. Like Smashing like Smashing Pumpkins, Jack Johnson, uh, like Alexis on Fire. Um, I don't know. Led Zeppelin, like a lot of yeah, I could, some metal shit. Do you do you play any instruments? A little bit, like I play a little bit of everything: little piano, little drums, little guitar. Yeah, that's really dope. That's good to be really well rounded with music. Do you understand theory? Music theory? Uh, no, I haven't studied it. Yeah, no, I've heard, heard that word. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. personally, dude, I played guitar for like fifteen years, and I just taught myself a tablature, which is basically numbers. I'm sure you understand. You know what tablature is if you played. Tabs, like reading tabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just played guitar tabs and like, uh, yeah, it, it, I was great at it. But um, it's I fun. Felt, I'd like to, I'd like to, like actually bring that into my music a little bit. Have like an acoustic. For some maybe reason, double up with, like a local fucking guitar player or something, doing some acoustic and do a little bit of that. Yeah, I always felt really. Uh, I don't know if this is the right word, but constricted in my creativity with with guitar. Like um, when I looked at scales and everything like that, I would see like the pentatonic scale, the two step, and uh, I just wouldn't. I could I I couldn't personally think of things that would sound great put together with that. So when I started writing, like the amount of words you can use and what you can say and how you can say so much more with so much less. And all of the different, uh, you know, writing devices that you can use in writing. It just, it, it really opened my world from, from writing on a guitar with just scales and, and yeah. such a limited yeah. amount of, uh, you know, exactly. a, a, a ability to express yourself. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then you kind of use your, your voice as an instrument too. Oh, totally. Know? Right, so... Yeah, because when I started rapping, I used to use the uh, the higher vocals, like the you know, like when you talk. Mm, I don't even want to do it, but like uh, now now I, I've transitioned to using more bassy tones, and mm. I've I've I'm kind of having trouble getting out of this croaky voice for some reason. Oh man, someone's calling me. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I play around with voice too. And for the first, that's for why for the first six months or so, I didn't put anything out. I was just like still playing with my voice. I still didn't know what I wanted to sound like. Like you, you'd, I'd write something and I'd rap it and I'd hear it in my head and then I'd go record it and then I'd listen to it and it wouldn't be the same song that I was hearing. Like, it yeah, was like, what's wrong with my voice? Like, until I, I could, I could rap it the way I wanted it and it would sound that way after you know do you put kind of like a attention on your voice attention yeah like do you kind of speak with uh like you know you've you, you you've obviously flex your diaphragm but then with yeah. your vocals do you do you add like a, a higher pitch uh like i guess so on them i don't know i don't know what you'd call it i just kind of like it just kind of happens <laughs> yeah yeah i feel you yeah just i don't know yeah it's the way it comes out right it's the way it comes out <laughs> for sure yeah dude uh that's really dope so what's your what's your project called that you're uh you're gonna be dropping when are you gonna be dropping it i haven't picked a name yet um i think i have most of the songs i'm thinking i have one more song that i've uh written and i'm gonna uh record it still and put that on there do you have uh do you have like a complete track list that you think you're gonna do um not quite because i i'm i have most of them like so not the complete I think I might put of what I've released already. I might still yeah. throw bait and tackle on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just like there's like seven or eight new songs. That's dope. Or so, but yeah, it's a it'll be good. I got junk and um, Ben's King Ben's on there. Oh yeah. And um, Ben, hey Ben Walton, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that He's guy's dope. crazy. He just showed me. He sent me that video. He just dropped. Of him like rapping for like six minutes, spitting straight bars the whole time, man. Oh, I was I, my fucking face melted when I watched that. Yeah, his jihad shit. I heard that, that that's a jihad John or something, right? It was a jihad freestyle over the ISIS yeah. beat. Yeah, yeah, basically. And, uh, yeah, and he, yeah, he's he's a he's a monster. I he was just here the other day. We hang a lot. Like he's he's really helped me like develop as an artist. And, How long has uh, he been around the scene? He's been around the scene for a minute. Like, I don't know how long. Like, he's been around a while. But yeah, yeah. Maybe he just hasn't dropped a. I think I lost you for a sec there. Recently. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So you were talking about uh, how long you know you found King Ben in the scene just right before oh, yeah. it crashed. So, yeah. So um, I'm not sure how long he's been in the scene, but he's <clears throat> he's dropping some new stuff soon. He's um, on October 6th, I think. Yeah. Him and Mr. Yes Q are going to be at the um, Snack the Ripper show in Victoria, and they'll be debuting their new album, The Seven Virtue. That's fire um and they're like screw it like when i when i finish a song and i get it recorded yeah i i send it to these two because they're my like i respect them the most as far as lyrically as my friends and they get yeah mr eskimo's and, crazy too he's got fucking bars up that guy absolutely and he's coming with a lot of new shit uh soon too so i've noticed that he, yeah he works with confidential doesn't he um he has yeah yeah, yeah they, they used to do quite a bit of music right yeah he does he oh with Prada west he he did a yeah. full album with Prada. 
Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, he works with everybody. He's, yeah. he, he works harder than anybody I fucking know. Like, he's put it out, I don't know how many albums in the amount of time I put out one. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guy, guys got to work hard, right? I was at his house today, actually, and we were talking about actually putting uh, together me and him and Ben's maybe even full album. That's fire, man. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that gets in the works uh let's let's talk a little about your track with junk how did that come into works are you guys uh how, how how long have you known junk um not that long i mean i let's see when did he finally like recognize me because i've i've known of junk for a while of course and uh i've just looked up to him as like a trailblazer like he's an amazing artist came from the battle scene uh, and he's just, he seems to be transcending from he, like going from that underground rapper to the next level. Yeah. And he's someone that we all fucking look up to. So, uh, Ben's actually hooked that up. He, well, I jumped, junk. I think the first time he recognized me was when that don't play I dropped with a one, uh, went out and yeah. he was, it was fire. I think he might've reached out or something and said it was dope, but, um, it always feels good when uh, someone you look up to and have looked up to for a while reaches out to you, eh? Right? Yeah, absolutely. And then when he was doing it on his tour, his uh, tour manager, or I think him, they both hit me up saying they wanted me to open for him because um, he was trying to like handpick who would be in some of the cities. And Right. Um, so I was like, yeah. And so I met him at the show. He's like one of the nicest guys. And then he got on track with me and Ben's and it's a pretty good one. It's, yeah, it'll go hard. you like it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it, man. Yeah. I'll definitely be checking that out. So, uh, where where can people get at you on uh, on the the like streaming sites like YouTube and and Spotify, Apple Music? Um, across the board, it's Flesh and Fur. So, Flesh, F L E S H X F U R. Um, YouTube, Spotify is just distributed to all the streaming, and then I'm on Instagram as well, Facebook. Fire, man. Well, uh, everybody, they can all use, uh, check out the gentlearb.com. They can use bucket season for discount code, 15% off, $180 is free shipping. That's dot com. Discount code bucket season, B-K-T-S-Z-N. Get that ad revenue, buddy. Get it. That's what's up. All right, bro. Uh, we're going to be out of here and it's nice having you on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. We'll see you later. Peace brother. See you.